Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Okay, so (laughs) the the girls' chapters are really short. I'm very sorry, you guys. So it seems like the girls' chapters will just be really quickie little mini ones. All right, we're reading A Girl in the Locked Room. (gasps) A ghost story. (sighs) Okay, Jules. After lunch, mom opens her laptop and go and got to mom opened her laptop and got to work on a book on book four of a mystery series in a set set in Maine. I know better than to interrupt her when she's writing. I grabbed a book and sat outside the shade and sat outside in the shade cast by a picnic table, picnic table's big green umbrella in the house. The the crew ripped plywood off the windows and tore up the floorboards. Drills, hammers, saws, the noise made it hard to concentrate on reading. I laid the book aside and decided to take a walk. Maybe I'd go back to the stream and sit in the shade of the willow in the tree. It was cooler there and a lot quieter. I hadn't gotten out of sight of the White House until I noticed a broken wood chair poking up from the weeds. Looking closer, I saw a few window frames and a heap of warped boards. The cleanup crew must have forgotten to haul some stuff away. Maybe they hadn't even seen it. In one of my history classes, I learned about about middens, the name for places where people threw trash in old in the olden days. Archaeologists discovered a lot of, uh, thought a lot about the past from the, when they find middens. Our teacher said, "I suppose that I'd find a place where the Bennets threw their trash." I squatted down and poked in the weeds. This would be my dig. If I dug in deep enough. I'd unearth older, more interesting stuff, things that the Bennets had owned. Like an archaeologist, I'd learn about the family from what what they had thrown away. I found a large bent spoon, and I used it to dig in the muddy ground. At first, all I saw were broken china mishap and forks and spoons, fragments of wood, scraps of cloth, old odds and ends that told me nothing about the Bennets or what had happened to them. With a sigh, I turned back to the midden, I was hot and sweaty now, and a cloud of gnats had discovered me. Just as I was about to quit, I saw a small I saw a small hand sticking out of the muddy ground. <gasps> I drew back, startled, but almost immediately I realized the hand was not a baby, but a doll. Carefully I dug around it and eased it gently out of the ground. The doll's hollow china head was bald. She had no eyes and her face was cracked and chipped. <gasps> Remember the little girl, what was she holding next to her? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Her leather body was stained, and her arms and legs dangled loosely from it. One hand was missing altogether, and the other had no fingers. Although the doll looked more like a dead body than a toy, I laid her carefully on the grass with the other broken things. Perhaps she belonged to the little girl that I had seen in the field. She'd had a doll with her. It had been beautiful, not hideous. But the doll from the midden might have looked that way once. I studied the doll's damaged face. Yes. With eyes that open and shut. Rosy cheeks, a wig of curly, of long curls. 
and a pretty dress that she'd look a pretty dress she'd look just like the one that the girl lying beside wait she'd look just like the one lying beside the girl maybe mom would know a place that repaired antique dolls turning back to the dig i probed the earth gently with the way the way i thought an archaeologist would hoping to discover other things that the girl once owned i dug up noseless china shepherd what a noseless china shepherd what's that I don't know either. An armless shepherd and several tailless dogs. Oh, like little dogs. Huh? I think you're crazy because you asked what it was and then I didn't respond. And then you're like, I don't know either. No, because you did this. You're like, you're like, okay. My favorite discovery was a set of seven small china dolls. The two largest were about five inches tall, but the others were much smaller, just two or three inches. Each molded into into one piece, so neither of them fit, nor their legs moved. Their hair was pinned on it, and their faces painted almost worn face paint almost worn away. I laid them beside the ugly bald doll and lined them up from biggest to smallest. I pictured the girl playing with them in a dollhouse built by her father. I saw her kneeling on the floor, her hair hiding her face, and moving the dolls on their tiny feet from room to room. Click click click. Then I heard a tiny, scratchy voice speak. I'm scared, said the littlest doll. Hush, said the big one. Go upstairs and lock yourself in the room before the bad men get you. Frightened, I dropped the dolls and spun around to see who'd spoken. But no one was behind me. When I looked up at the window, but no one was behind me. But when I looked up at the window on the third floor, I saw something that might have been a figure. Might have been a small figure hidden in the shadows. I jumped to my feet. Who said that? Who are you? Whoever had been in the window was gone. At my feet, the little dolls lie silently in the weeds where I dropped them. Beside them was an old key, about six inches long, coated with rust and mud. How how did I miss seeing that? I picked up the key and examined the scroll work and fancy details. It weighed heavy in my hand, a serious key, an important key, a powerful key key to what the sun was lower now and the long shadow of the house lie like a dark hand over the midden and all the things i'd found suddenly i didn't want any of them the bent silverware the broken china the ugly bald doll or the or the little china figures they were possessions of dead people contaminated somehow i dumped them into the hole that i dug and shoved dirt on top of it this time they'd stay buried without looking at the third floor i walked away quickly but i couldn't escape the sensation of being watched the little girl was in that room i was convinced of it was she afraid of me was i afraid of her should she be should i be (gasps) you think she's gonna go to the room you think she's gonna go in the room I i think she found the key to the locked door Remember, it's locked and nobody can get in. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh.